No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where God speaks to the Jews living in Egypt. Because they have burned incense to the Queen of Heaven, calamity has come upon them, and they shall not escape. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 44 on Simply the Bible. We can learn from past failures and their consequences, or we can go blindly on thinking that somehow we are the exception. The remnant of Jews who had left Judah to flee to Egypt had seen great disobedience and disaster. But had they learned anything? We continue in Jeremiah chapter 44. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews who dwell in the land of Egypt, who dwell at Migdal, at Tapanes, at Noph, and in the country of Pathros. These were various cities in Egypt. Noph is a Hebrew name for Memphis, located in northern Egypt. Pathros was located in southern Egypt. This was Jeremiah's last prophecy and is thought to have been given in 580 B.C., This means that Jeremiah prophesied about 45 years. That's quite commendable considering that we don't know of anyone who listened and repented because of his messages, yet Jeremiah remained faithful to God. How do you remain faithful for so long with so little human encouragement? You must know in your heart that despite the circumstances or how others react, you know that you are pleasing the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, you have seen all the calamity that I have brought on Jerusalem and on the cities of Judah, and behold, this day they are a desolation, and no one dwells in them because of their wickedness, which they have committed to provoke me to anger, in that they went to burn incense and to serve other gods whom they did not know, they nor you nor your fathers." The Jews living in Egypt could not deny what they had seen. They couldn't claim ignorance. They had seen the calamity and desolation that had come upon Judah because the people refused to turn from their sins. They violated the first two of the Ten Commandments by burning incense and serving other gods. This went on for generations, and God sent many prophets to warn them, but they hardened their hearts and would not repent. Therefore, they provoked God to anger. However, I have sent to you all my servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not do this abominable thing that I hate. But they did not listen or incline their ear to turn from their wickedness to burn no incense to other gods. So my fury and my anger were poured out and kindled in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, and they are wasted and desolate as it is this day. God sent his servants, the prophets, because he wanted to give them opportunity to change their course, but the people would not listen. God viewed their incense burning to other gods as spiritual adultery. Once God's fury was unleashed, he did not relent until the cities of Judah were wasted and desolate. 
It is always dangerous to kindle God's wrath. Now, therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, why do you commit this great evil against yourselves to cut off from you man and woman, child and infant out of Judah, leaving none to remain? in that you provoke me to wrath with the works of your hands, burning incense to other gods in the land of Egypt, where you have gone to dwell, that you may cut yourselves off and be a curse and a reproach among all the nations of the earth. You know, many times people want to blame God for their bad decisions and the consequences that result, but people ruin their own lives by their own evil actions. The Jews had cut themselves off. The fact that they were now continuing these pagan practices in Egypt showed that their hearts had not changed. They had learned nothing from the disaster that had come upon Judah. As a loving father, God's desire is not to punish us, but that we should have a change of heart. Have you forgotten the wickedness of your fathers, the wickedness of the kings of Judah, the wickedness of their wives, your own wickedness, and the wickedness of your wives, which they committed in the land of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? They have not been humbled to this day, nor have they feared. They have not walked in my law or in my statutes that I set before you and your fathers. How soon people forget the past sins and their consequences. But we can choose to remember and learn from them. God tells us here what a genuine heart change looks like. God wants to see us humble ourselves, to fear Him, and to walk in His ways. If they would have done this, then God would have relented from bringing judgment. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will set my face against you for catastrophe and for cutting off all Judah. And I will take the remnant of Judah who have set their faces to go into the land of Egypt to dwell there, and they shall all be consumed and fall in the land of Egypt. They shall be consumed by the sword and by famine. They shall die from the least to the greatest by the sword and by famine. And they shall be an oath, an astonishment, a curse, and a reproach. Now, because they had learned nothing, God would set his face against them in Egypt as he had done in Judah. They would be consumed by the sword, by famine, and by disease. Their running away from Judah and seeking refuge in Egypt had gained them nothing. For I will punish those who dwell in the land of Egypt as I have punished Jerusalem by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence, so that none of the remnant of Judah who have gone into the land of Egypt to dwell there shall escape or survive, lest they return to the land of Judah, to which they desired to return and dwell. For none shall return except those who escape. They had thought that running away to Egypt would mean that they would be able to return to Judah sooner than the captives in Babylon. But the opposite was true. The remnant of Jews in Egypt would not return to Judah except for a few. Then all the men who knew that their wives had burned incense to other gods with all the women who stood by, a great multitude, and all the people who dwelt in the land of Egypt in Pathros answered Jeremiah saying, 
As for the word that you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord, we will not listen to you. Evidently, the wives had led their husbands into this idolatry. This began with King Solomon, whose heart was turned to other gods by his foreign wives. But now even Jewish wives were leading their husbands astray. But the men wanted it this way. They were unwilling to stop these pagan practices. They had abandoned their responsibility of being the spiritual leaders. But we will certainly do whatever has gone out of our mouth to burn incense to the queen of heaven and pour out drink offerings to her as we have done, we and our fathers, our kings and our princes in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food, were well off and saw no trouble. But since we stopped burning incense to the queen of heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, We have lacked everything and have been consumed by the sword and by famine. Now, who was this queen of heaven anyway? Probably Astart or Ishtar, the goddess of fertility. It is interesting that the worship of Mary can be traced back to these practices because you won't find the worship of Mary ever commended or practiced in Scripture. Now, they vowed to continue to burn incense to the queen of heaven despite Jeremiah's words. They said that they were better off when they burned incense to her and saw no trouble. How twisted can our thinking become? Actually, the reverse was true. Disaster had come upon them because they had insisted on worshiping false gods and failed to worship Yahweh and keep his commandments. The women also said, and when we burned incense to the queen of heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, did we make cakes for her to worship her and pour out drink offerings to her without our husband's permission? You see, the men could have stopped it, but they didn't. Therefore, even by their inaction, they were giving their approval. Then Jeremiah spoke to all the people, the men, the women, and all the people who had given him that answer, saying, The incense that you burned in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, you and your fathers, your kings and your princes, and the people of the land, did not the Lord remember them? And didn't it not come into his mind? So the Lord could not bear it because of the evil of your doings and because of the abominations which you committed. Therefore, your land is a desolation and astonishment, a curse, and without an inhabitant as it is this day, because you have burned incense and because you have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord or walked in his law, in his statutes, or in his testimonies. Therefore, this calamity has happened to you as it is this day. So Jeremiah said, Didn't the Lord remember what you did in Judah? Of course he did. He got to the point where he could no longer bear it. Because he is a covenant-keeping God, he cannot allow sin to go unpunished forever, or else he will compromise his justice. He is patient with us, but we must never misinterpret his patience as approval or that he simply doesn't care. God could no longer bear their disobedience and idolatry. So he brought the punishment that he promised in his covenant upon Judah, and he would do the same thing in Egypt. You can't flee from the Lord or from his judgment. How tragic that they did not learn 
the lesson. They could have. They could have seen what had happened in Judah, and they could have said, listen, we don't want anything to do with that idolatry, but they didn't. They became more hardened and blinded in their sin. May God help us to learn from the lessons of the past so that we may have a glorious future. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the testimony of people, even the bad testimonies of when people blew it. Lord, we can learn from their mistakes. And I pray, Lord, that we would. I pray that we would not repeat the failures of the past or even our own past, Lord, but that we would learn from the mistakes that we have made. Thank you that you are a forgiving God. Thank you that you desire a change in the heart. I pray that we would humble ourselves and turn and change our hearts and seek to do your will that you might bless us and that we would not bring down the consequences of our own bad decisions upon our own heads. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that because the Jews vow to continue to burn incense to the Queen of Heaven, the Lord's name will no longer be spoken by them. God will watch over them for adversity and not for good. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.